Good morning, and we're joined for the first time on the program by Brad Spear. He is the Decatur County Emergency Management Agency Director. Good morning to you, Brad. Good morning, Tom. And of course, uh, the um, you hear the uh, the letters uh, EMA Emergency Management Agency. And uh, Brad, can you kind of uh, walk us through exactly uh, what all the uh, emergency management agency uh, does in uh, Decatur County, and uh, I'm sure elsewhere? Well, our main um, job, I guess, is the liaison between state homeland security and Decatur County itself. Um, that includes planning, mitigation, uh, actually responding to different disasters, man-made or natural. Um, and we work a lot on communications, pulling different departments together during a response um, and just helping logistically get everything done. And uh, what kind of uh, challenges does that uh, present as far as uh, bringing all these uh, different resources together, Brad? Um, different agencies have different obviously goals. Um, some want to share the same resource, some want unique resources. Um, everybody has an opinion kind of thing, I guess. But uh, that's probably the biggest challenge is just pulling the different agencies together to, to kind of go the same way. All right. And then, of course, uh, you know, you'll have different incidents uh, to which you'll respond to uh, both uh, man-made and natural disasters. Now, uh, as far as uh, natural disasters are concerned, what all uh, entails as far as uh, EMA's response? Uh, what are we looking at as far as uh, how you uh, get things together and uh, try to uh, uh, mitigate some of the suffering? Well, we try to do uh, as much planning and have plans in place. If this happens, then we react this way. Um, that includes resources. Um if we, if we have a known uh, issue coming, we try to get the different agencies together so they can discuss what their reaction or what their plan is just to um, allow them to kind of go the same way for that response. Um, that's really where EMA, that's our main job is coordinating those during those responses. Now, as far as the, uh, we'll say, the downtime uh, between, uh, you know, expected uh, natural disasters, you might say, um, what are we talking now? You have uh, meetings, uh, training, uh, tabletop exercises. Uh, what are we uh, what are we looking at here? It can range anywhere from those trainings uh, that you're talking. Uh, we also coordinate with both the state and our region, which is we're in Region 9, uh, with the other EMAs to uh, – Put plans together to work together. Um, you've also got trainings that we host for other agencies um, through FEMA and through uh, State Homeland. Um, then, of course, we've got the plans that are kind of the base for everything. Those have got to be reviewed and updated throughout the year. Okay. And uh, who uh, usually does the uh, review of those plans? It can range from... No one is just a local or internal plan to EMA, all the way up through FEMA. Um, every five years, we have to do a comprehensive emergency plan that actually is approved by the state of Indiana and uh, FEMA at the federal level. So it varies. And as far as uh, you know, the um, amount of time that you deal with uh, the, uh, the state emergency management agency and also uh, FEMA, um, is there a uh, you've would you consider there's a breakdown as far as uh, the um, 
uh, amount of uh, time and uh, planning that goes into uh, working with each of those agencies? Well, the last three years or two years, I guess, has have uh, it varies based on the need. Um, we do on a regular basis check in. We have calls. We have all those things, both federal and state. But uh, I mean, they 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 like to call us once in a while. Okay. All right. And then and then with the local agencies that you deal with. Um, uh, what kind of agencies uh, are we talking about as far as, I mean, obviously, uh, emergency oh, responders? That varies also. Okay. Um, Whether it's county highway, all the volunteer fire departments, EMS, law enforcement, um, we try to uh, help any way they, we can logistically, whether it's equipment, grants, things like that. Uh, also, the 911 center here in Decatur County, the communicate, Decatur County Communications, we try to help any way we can with those. Now, as far as a, uh, uh, we'll say an unnatural disaster, say a, a tanker spill on uh, one of the, uh, like on I seventy four or one of the county roads, um, can you kind of walk us through that process? Uh, how uh, you, your agency goes about uh, getting everything taken care of? Well, we'll get dispatched uh, on those uh, through our communications center, and. It's really a coordination effort. Um, do we need to call IDEM in? Do, can we basically work with local officials? Do we need to call in a specialty cleanup crew? Um, all that will be done, done at the scene. And then it's, it's EMA's basic job is to coordinate all that. And we're talking with Brad Spear, the Decatur County Emergency Management Agency Director. And uh, Brad, of course, uh, you know, you get to that point, and are we talking about, I, obviously, I guess it's a case of evaluating the situation, whether or not to call in uh, higher powers, you might say? Right. That's exactly. Um, we're, we coordinate. We do a lot of coordination, whether it's during planning sessions or communication sessions or some disasters man-made or natural um and decide i shouldn't say decide but we work with the other agencies to see who should respond and who's needed now as far as uh, your concern uh, how long have you been in this position uh coming up in february it'll be five years okay and uh have you seen a lot of uh, changes or anything of that uh, nature uh, maybe modernization of equipment responses things like that in your uh, time as uh, emergency management director yeah, um, I've actually been a volunteer fireman for 30 years, too, and I've seen in the last five, of course, um, COVID has affected things way beyond anything the prior 25 years had. Um, it, so you see a lot more electronics, a lot of technology being applied. Um, drones have been a huge um, item that's been added to the emergency services in all areas. It allows you to get out and see things we couldn't see before, obviously. And some of the, the just the technical side of it, the planning, the um, some of those plans are a lot more detailed than they used to be. There's a lot more formal approvals that need to be done. Um, so, yeah, it, there's been many changes, um, some good, some bad, in the last five years. Yeah, and you kind of bring up a good point there, Brad, the fact that uh, it seems like uh – a lot of the more uh, veteran uh, volunteer firefighters 
and uh, EMTs and so forth feel that there's uh, there's a bit more uh, uh, layers to peel off the onion, so to speak, when it comes to uh, doing these jobs. Oh, absolutely. The the chemicals and, and things traveling through our county um, have changed tremendously in the southeastern part of Indiana. Um, but even locally with your firemen, you know, it's getting tougher and tougher to get volunteers. We have a volunteer group here uh, at EMA in Decatur County, and people are busier. People have more to, to take care of. Um, people working two and three jobs. So just the whole volunteer side of it has become quite a struggle for a lot of different agencies. Um, and then to learn the new technology, um, especially in, I see in the volunteer and even in the EMA, the new technology is great, but if nobody knows how to use it, there's no sense in having it. So there's a lot of that as well. And with that, we're going to go ahead and take a quick timeout, and uh, we'll take a look back at the recent uh, pre-Christmas weather event and uh, Decatur County's response with Emergency Management Director Brad Spear. And that's coming up right after this. Don't adjust your radio. The sound that you hear is your stomach. You're having trouble focusing. You can't recall your last meal. You're trapped in the hunger zone. The solution, Batesville to go. Let To-Go deliver a hot, fresh meal to your home or office whenever hunger strikes. To-Go delivers the best food from local restaurants. Visit us online at togodelivers.com or call us at 812-727-8800. Batesville To-Go, big city convenience, small town taste. And welcome back as we continue our conversation with Brad Spear, the Executive Director of the Decatur County Emergency Management Agency. And, of course, uh, in the uh, not-too-distant uh, memory, so to speak, more recent, the, uh, the pre-Christmas winter storm. Now, uh, Brad, uh, can you kind of walk us through uh, how uh, you handled things and uh, the EMA's response uh, to this upcoming, uh, to what people are calling a, a name storm or a bomb cyclone or whatever you want to call it? Uh, but uh, can you, you know, kind of walk us through uh, how you and the agency responded? Uh, well, as they started forecasting it, I don't know, sometime or it got serious about the forecast, I should say, around the 20th. Um, we actually started holding daily uh, phone calls and putting out a, we tried to do it every four hours. We're not great at it, but to get out a, a situational report to our different um, partnering agencies, I guess we'd call them, or actually just to the people who are running those agencies is what we try to do. But the daily phone calls are just so every all the different agencies can talk on the phone. We we go through the current weather forecast, where we're at with the roads, uh, where we were at with closings and uh, things like that. We had some luck because schools obviously were were out. Uh, a lot of factories had scheduled Friday the 23rd to be a holiday because of Christmas and Christmas Eve falling on the weekend. So we had some fortunate with that, but it's basically coordinating the agencies, getting statuses out. Um, I will usually make phone calls to the different agencies through the day, through the evening, uh, especially road, uh, working with highway to get the roads and then monitoring the interstate and uh, state highway traffic. Then probably the second largest, or what we say critical thing, um, is those travel statuses. Uh, to give people some idea where we're at with the roads in the county. Uh, that's based on 
highway, on law enforcement, on talking to all these people, and then working with the commissioners to set the travel status just to, to give people an idea how serious or how bad the roads are at that time. And, of course, that's a tool that uh, we had uh, referred to often uh, during the storm uh, in our um, our coverage area, the fact that uh, certain counties were either at uh, yellow, orange, and red, that type of thing. So, uh, uh, right. and as far as those are concerned, uh, can you explain those uh, for uh, folks who uh, may not be aware exactly, uh, you know, the, uh, the uh, yellow travel status, orange, red, so forth? Um, basically, there's four travel statuses in the state of Indiana. It's all coordinated through state homeland. Uh, you have a we call white, which is normal day-to-day. Yellow would be the first, and that would actually come out of my office uh, directly. Of course, I let the commissioners know I'm doing it, but that is if we're starting to see snow stick to roads, if we're starting to see ice, uh, usually it's bridges and overpasses we're monitoring at that point. Um, we've also, the temperature, um, this one, this storm had probably the most severe part of the storm was the temperature. Um, wind obviously was a problem, but when you go below zero and you have the winds that we had, it creates a, uh, uh, temperature issue too. So if somebody gets stuck out on the road and they try to walk to a neighbor, they don't have heat, that becomes a critical issue pretty quickly. Uh, in these temperatures. So as we moved up, yellow would be there is something starting to happen. Um, orange would be we do have a situation where some roads are going to be impassable. Some ro- Most or all the roads are going to be slick and hazardous or flooded or whatever the travel status is being used for at that time. And that would be a, co- a combination of the uh, law enforcement highway the commissioners getting together and and we all decide that it's time to move to that level um and then red that's a commissioner's uh issue locally um and basically those are roads closed or in temperatures as low as they were that's how we use it this time um it is a critical they do have to the commissioners have to uh, actually declare an emergency so there is a um, declaration made, uh, kind of like you would see if we had uh, tornadic activity or, or something, flat, severe flooding. Uh, you'll hear from the state, but that's a local declaration, and that would be the red status. And we try to stay off the red, obviously, because that means no travel except for emergency is what we're asking for. There are some legal means that the commissioners have to try to to limit the the traffic on the roads when you go red. There's actually a fine that can be applied. That's why you won't see counties go to it, and if they do, they'll stay there very shortly. Uh, Nobody wants to shut everything down altogether, regardless of some of the social media posts. But those are the three levels that we have. And it's it's really to communicate to to the community where the roads are or how the travel is or what the situation is going on. And, uh, and as far as uh, the uh, going down uh, levels and so forth, uh, I, obviously some criteria as far as uh, moving from uh, red to orange to yellow and then to white. Yeah, in this case, the, once the temperature broke under the severe status, and that can be arbitrary at times too, but we also had 
uh, people who had attempted to travel. We had uh, cars in the middle of the roads. We had to move. Um, so the red status and orange status will be used to give highway a chance to get out there, get these cars out of the way, get the roads at least opened up. Um, at all times, county highway, at least in Decatur County, had someone at the county barn, even under red status at night, that would allow them to plow in front of ambulances and fire trucks and things like that if needed. But that becomes an issue on the tail end of the event is, are the stranded cars and, and people trying to get out a little too early. And, of course, obviously a lot of uh, hours spent by you and your team at the uh, command center, I guess you could say. But, uh, but uh, no, at least, uh, but uh, we sure appreciate the uh, the word that uh, you were able to uh, get out to us, the, the media partners, along with, uh, I'm sure, uh, fire, uh, EMS, and, uh, you know, county highway, government officials, and so on. So, but, uh, yeah, we uh, appreciated the updates, and uh, it was uh, well uh, stated as far as uh, what the situation was. Well, I appreciate it. I'm not much of a wordsmith, but I can cut and paste pretty pretty well. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> well, there you go. All right. Uh, anything else, uh, Brad Spear, before we let you go? No, I appreciate local media and, and, the, and getting the word out and the help that you guys were during the event as well. Um, and I, above all, you know, we did not have very many severe accidents or severe situations. And that's due to a community that, that really takes care of itself, and we appreciate all that. All right. Well, Brad Spear, Emergency Management Director in Decatur County, we appreciate your time this morning and all your efforts and uh, many uh, sleepless days and nights. Uh, stay well, and uh, we hopefully uh, we will talk to you once again down the road in a, a good situation. Appreciate it, Tom. Thanks again.